Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. is a mess. Come on in. Welcome to Fly on the Wallen podcast. I'm your neighborhood friendly black girl, Amber. And I'm Ben. And today you are in for a wonderful treat because our Make-A-Wish kid, internet niece, baddie who just hit two milli on t- to the motherfucking talk. Welcome to the show, Fanita. You know what's up? It's me. It's Fanita. Uh, you know, dashing, young, good social media star, podcast host, uh, comedian. I just do a little bit of everything. I'm just multi-talented and sexy. Can you also explain what the ba 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 is? You wouldn't get it, Ben. Like, it's, it's a song. It's, there's a song going on. Ba ba ba. Right? It's like gunshots. Oh. Yeah. Ba 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 Like, who are you supposed to be shooting? I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, I think it's like an East Coast thing. Okay. Is it like? It's just lit, man. Like, is it like gun range? Got to kill the vibe. <laughs> That's what I'm is it gun range or no, is it? No, like, it's like it's like drive by, like but but but. You know, I feel like, man, why does why does everything have to be a thing? Like, why can't some things just be? They mean nothing. Some yeah, like mean nothing. some things just mean nothing. I some thought it was be- I thought it was a beatboxing thing. It's a gun violence thing. Yeah. So it's glorifying gun violence is what I'm hearing, that you're starting off the episode. <laughs> the new headlines for Glorifying <laughs> gun violence. Uh, another you know reason what? Fuck to it. cancel. Cancel me. I, 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 that, that, that got me to two million. Do it again. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. How do you feel? You're like at two million now. You influence two million people. That's bigger than I, a lot it of feels cities. Like, it feels like amazing. Like, I don't I, I feel like it's been a long time to get to two million. It was, I mean, I feel like getting to one million, they gave it to me kind of easy. So I feel like I really didn't like bask in it. But I feel like two million, I've been out here grinding. I have 140 million likes. Yes. That's a, that shows you how fake the internet is. When you check your likes and then check the followers, you're like, God damn. Y'all don't fuck with me like, like that. And some of y'all are a million of these likes and you yes. still don't follow. Like, yes. what's happening? That's it's, insane. It's free to follow. I, I should have at least like 5 million followers in my opinion, but I'm not going to get greedy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be thankful for every milestone. But I think once you're on social <laughs> media, you do see the disparities a lot. And that pisses me off sometimes. But I try not to like, I try not to let it, um... I kind of get too caught up in it because I know that I'm on a different path than like other creators. Mm. Like, you know, obviously right. when you're like a comedy creator, it takes a little bit longer and you have to work kind of hard. And then when you're black on top of that and a woman on top of that, it just, I know that like my journey is going to take like a little bit longer, but I'm going to get there eventually. Wait, what kind of creators get f- followers faster? Uh, white creators, pretty people. Oh, it's like, like pretty, that, pretty couples as well. Couples. Also, if you have any sort of ongoing internet drama, like yeah. oh, I yeah. know some creators that don't even have their comments on, but they keep such like, um, drama. They go live all the time. Have you seen that boy on TikTok? He's really cute. I think he's um Indian, but he was like, "That's just the way you act. That's just the way you act." He's been going viral. He's not on my algorithm. Okay, he's got a million followers in like a week. Wow. Say yeah, yeah. Like so, it's like I feel like once you get followers like that, it's not. I think he has like one point four now, but like he just started going viral for being like a sassy man. And yeah, 
that's the type of shit that I'm talking about. It's like like he's already at like 1.4, 1.5. Not really doing anything. Just yes. show dancers or something. Or if it's he's like the NPC trend, right? It's like yeah. this was hot for maybe two weeks. And nobody's and talking now, about it anymore. And nobody's really either talking about it, doing it anymore. But if you're trying to be like, I'm an artist. I'm trying to tell a story. I'm trying to tell a longer arc. I'm trying to do my day in the life grinds. That You're not getting any yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. They don't, the they're not term. fucking with that. Trying to make drive-by shooting jokes, you know? Yeah. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Gun violence, we love it. Well, I want to, since we're already talking about this, we're going to hop into our very first segment, hashtag we don't, influence. Wait, hold on. We do not love gun violence, sorry. We don't love okay, gun Why don't you intro the segment? I'm sorry. Because you, you killing me today. To, I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. In, intro, yeah, yeah. So. You got it, you got it. Go ahead, intro it. Yeah, so, uh, well, actually, before we start start talking about all that, you are opening a, a show, right? You're yes, doing a I am, I <laughs> am. Right? Can so, you talk like, to us about that? These two old geezers, like, wow. fucking sent me, like, a typewrite, typewrite written letter. It was like... Type, typewritten. Yeah, typewritten. I don't even know how to say it, because I'm so young. Um, right. <laughs> but they're like, hey, Fanita... You know, your old pals need your help. We need you in New York. Please come host for us. Because they know the crowd would die without me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing nothing on that random Tuesday. Might as well. Wait, what what is it? Wednesday? It's going to be on a Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. You're not doing anything that Tuesday. Oh, boy. I'm going to be in New York, though. I'm going to be in New York. This is why you got to fly with us, because we are not (laughs) sure if you will make it without us. No, seriously. Um, but no, I'm super excited. I'm going to be doing stand-up for the first time. I have uh, a master teacher, Amber. You know what I'm saying? I've written, and me and her co-written some banger jokes, and I just can't. I can't wait to show you guys what I'm really made of. And I feel like this is, uh, I'm really excited personally just for like my own personal growth and like being a social media and like trying to be something outside of just like a social media personality. So I feel like being able to host this show and like open it up and do my first ever stand up set is going to show people that Fanita is multifaceted and I can do anything and I'm funny in all settings, not just on TikTok or Instagram or my podcast. Like I can be funny live. So I'm really just excited to show people that I'm the most talented person in this room. In this current room, yes, in the, in the right, room. right. Okay. Well, you, I mean, okay. I don't know about that, but you do have the most followers in this room. You do, and, have, and yes. so the proof is in the pudding. I will say, you know, I, I love seeing you in your element and doing your thing. So mm-hmm. this is very, very exciting for me to see you in this new situation because people sometimes the internet does not translate to the stage. It doesn't. Yeah, like I have definitely seen some creators that I'm like if you didn't have your little people if you were trying to hit these jokes at open mics they would not fly the same way like this and that's okay like some things do work really Mm -hmm. well when you can do many many costume changes when you can do the transitions but the stage is a new ball game and everybody thinks they can do stand up because everybody thinks they can talk Mm -hmm. but stand up is not just talking and so the, 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 that's when the hecklers are like, I, I can say something too. It's like, no, this is actually well-crafted, well-timed pacing, mm-hmm. callbacks. Yeah. It's a lot going on. And I know you could do it. So I'm very yeah, I'm excited I'm so excited. I had, a, I had a great master. And I'm just really thankful for this opportunity, guys. I think we're going to we're gonna have fun. And if you guys have not bought tickets to come see the live show, what the fuck are you waiting on? Right. Yes. October 25th, New York City Winery. You can get dinner there. So I think doors open at 6 and you sit down. The people will come bring you mm-hmm. a full, like, pretty good food. We went there recently for a friend's birthday um, in Chicago, the Chicago City Winery. We went there for a birthday. Amber doesn't remember. But uh, <laughs> we didn't see a show. We just sat and ate food because you can sit and eat food in the in the lobby area. So And yeah, I will be showing uh, Pussy and Hole on stage. Live. Yeah, I'm worried, I'm, I'm, wor- yeah. I'm worried about that. I'm a little worried about that. You tell me you're wearing would... a skirt. But I'm wearing stockings under the skirt. 
Oh, okay. Just trust the vision. Just trust the vision. I'm, trust a, the vision. I'm, go- I'm going to trust the process. And if you would be interested in seeing if Vanita's pussy is going to fall yeah. out during the show, come come to the go, come, to, come the to the live show. <laughs> we will obviously put the link in the bio. There, there's no excuse for me. Like Amber, we can't find the link. I've been posting it everywhere. Yeah. So they're going to see it. Don't be lazy. Now, you know, can we talk about being influencers again? Absolutely. I just want to talk about the term pussy falling out because okay. Amber and I were recent. The, the answer is no. Got it. We were reading this book called like Pussypedia. Okay. Yes. Yes, we and we found out that um, well, Amber found out that pussies can be aroused, can be erected, and they can actually fall out. So wait, like, what? They can't fall out, but, but like, they they're not they're, fall out, but they're they can enlarge, right? Yeah, like, it yeah. enlarges. The can. Yes, it enlarges yeah. like okay. the flaps on Which the is side. Like a form of falling out, like when a dick falls out of someone's boxers, it sort of flips, you know, flips out, and so similar things can happen with a pussy. So. You learn something new every day when you read books. Ben, so. did you watch that? <laughs> did you watch me and Amber's podcast episode? I don't ever think I asked, I asked what you thought about when I, I was guessing not, your dick size. I have not watched this. I you never watched this. Segment? I did not. I'm sorry. I that's crazy. That I don't, was so funny. I don't I'm gonna tag it. I'm tagging uh, in the show notes for everybody content. to see. Oh yeah, you also we'll we'll talk about uh, your podcast as well. Which actually, that's a great segue into influencing because yeah. you are an influencer. You're a comedian. Mm-hmm influencer right is that how you describe yourself do you describe do you describe yourself? how would you like people to describe you yeah. i don't i don't call myself a comedian i mean obviously like i'm funny and like i know that but i just feel like i don't i feel like to call yourself a comedian is to like really just be like you know what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like you got to grind a little bit harder to be mm-hmm. able to say you're a comedian i just say that like i'm a funny person that makes content like i feel like that's but a I feel, lot is it? Yeah, I'm a funny person that makes content. It's a big job description. Is it? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I don't know what to call myself. Honestly, like, I just feel like comedian. Like, you gotta like earn that a little bit more. Mm. You have and, like more respect for the the word you're saying. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think you should call yourself comedian. Yeah, Here too. and here's why. Because I used to do this as well. I'll be like, I can't call myself an actor. I've only acted in like these three things. But if you have been paid for your comedic stylings, you're a comedian. Oh, period. You're a professional if you've been paid to do the thing. So mm-hmm. even if you got one check for being an actor, but if somebody was like, hey, we want you to host Essence because you're funny and you would bring comedy to it, which you did, mm-hmm. and you were paid to do it, you're a comedian. Oh, well, I mean, hey, I guess you heard it here first live, guys. I'm, I'm a comedian. You are, because comedy can look so many different ways. Like, people think, like, well, if you're not on stage like Kevin Hart, if you're not doing stand-up, mm-hmm. you're not a comedian. But there are so many comedic writers in the back of these shows yeah. that we'll never meet and we'll never see. And that's comedy too. Like when I think about if somebody asked me like, who's one of your favorite comedians? I would say Mindy Kaling, mm-hmm. right? Does she have a standup special? No, but she's written for so many shows. She's mm-hmm. written for the office. She was in the office as well, but mm-hmm. c- comedy can look like comedic writing. It can look like the writer's room. So mm-hmm. it can look like the, the kids who used to be on Vine. Like those yeah. are comedians. Yeah. If, if you made a motherfucker laugh, I think, you should call yourself a comedian. I agree. When I watch your videos, I'm laughing. I'm not crying or having a deep insight of like life or anything. I'm just laughing. Sometimes I have a deep insight. So, so you don't think I'm serious? I, th- I and not at all. A hundred percent, not at all. <laughs> I talk about and, serious things occasionally, but they're always and you funny. To grind. There's always funny. Yeah, it's there's always like a little zinger at yeah, the end. Yeah, there's always a little. Like even when little... you're talking about personal life trauma, there's like a joke. You know, yeah. you're talking about your brother bullying you. Yeah. And I was like, this is traumatizing. <laughs> but it, it was funny. <laughs> I was like, I'm laughing at your trauma, yeah, which is. To, yeah, because he used to punch me in my chest. But, you know, Damn. I love him. Wow. It's, so your brother's older, right? Yeah, he's eight years older than me. 
Okay, so your brother is a millennial. Yes. And we're millennials. We're yes. millennials. But you guys are very different from my brother. Oh, really? Yeah. How? My brother is a black man from the South. Um, right. So I think I know a guy like that. <laughs> yeah. So a couple. Like, my brother doesn't have, like, the best, um, let's say, views. Sometimes, like, like my brother will say something that's, like, so offensive. And I'm like, hey, brother, you can't say this for, like, X, Y, and Z reason. And then he just chops it up to being like, oh, you're just a woke liberal. Fuck you. I'm like, ah. <laughs> is he a enough. Republican? No. He's not. Like, my brother's just, like, you just, he's just one of those people that are, like, he's stubborn. And he's very stuck in his ways. And, like, he grew up, like, in Selma. And he grew up around, like, other, like, toxically masculine men in our lives. So, like, he's just. Why do I just get sad when I hear the word Selma? <laughs> yeah, not not There's what Selma is it. known for. Yes, Talks I know. It's like it's, there we've I, and 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 sound off if you're out there in Selma doing great <laughs> things. Please share because There's not shit going Selma, on. Selma, Laura, Selma is like the image of just like that's where I was born. Downtrodden black people yeah. trying to fight for rights to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in Selma. Um, that's where my brother was born. But he just grew up around like toxically masculine men. So he's just a toxic masculine black man. He's like very misogynistic sometimes. A dash of homophobia. Oh, of course. We can't even speak about the transphobia stuff. Oh, yeah. So. They can't even get there. Yeah. And, and, then, like, and he's even... raising children. We'll yeah. get there. We'll yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But and this is also like, I remember uh, I would have to like, me and my brother would get into arguments once I started getting older because like uh, my brother <laughs> would say like anti-black things about black women. Mm. Like, and so like as I got older and like went to college, like he would say things like, Okay, let's say like I took my hair down like the weekend, right? And like my real hair was out. He'd like um like he'd answer the phone on FaceTime and like scream because my natural hair was out. And I'd be like, What the fuck are you doing, bro? Right. And so like I would have to like start calling him out about like, why are you like so weird about black women? And then I remember one time I have a white best friend, Harley, and Harley was at my apartment and my brother was at my apartment. He was visiting or whatever. And I had came home from like doing something and like I took my wig off. Right. Harley has no reaction because that's your bestie. Yeah. yeah she, knows best. what, she, she knows the vibes. It. Yeah. 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 She, she's seen it before. So she has zero. Like my brother's like, oh, my God, Harley, did you not get to see what the fuck Nita did? And then Harley's mm. like, what? <laughs> and he's like, you just gonna, you're not going to you're not going to see that she just took her wig off. Like that just frightened me or whatever. And like he was like making it a thing and like. The white girl's not even saying anything, man. It's right. Like, and you're kind of pandering to her, and she's not even uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's, yeah, yeah. So, like, I had to always, like, unpack little, like, colorism and, like, anti-black things and, like, shit that he would say about my hair or, like, whatever. But, obviously, like, there's uh, some nuances to, like, why my brother the, is the way he is. And so, like, sometimes I try to, like, just, you yeah. know, I try to educate yeah. as much as I can and do my part. But at the end of the day, he's one of those people that he's very stuck in his ways. Yeah, that mindset has almost helped them survive in yeah, their environment. Exactly. Because right. to to think anything counter to that in their environment is going to get them, like, ostracized mm-hmm. and, like, you weird or, or you that's know. That's why, like, going back to, like, being on social media and influencing, that's why, like, I don't do too much into the canceling stuff because, like, I tend to live in the real world. Right. And, like, some people are the way they are because of their environment, because of the way they grew up, like, because of their trauma, because of, like, the city, like, the area, the location. So, like, there are so many nuances to why people are the way that they are is why sometimes when people get canceled or, like, yada, 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 I kind of have – because, like, my brother couldn't be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? But that's still my brother. Or maybe he could in his algorithm, but, like, two miles outside of that is, like, this is outlandish. My brother couldn't have my audience. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And if, like, people – like, you know what I'm saying? I can't disown my brother. Like, he's my only family. Like, I – like, despite – how my brother is like I love my brother and I of will course. always love my brother. So it's like 
That's why when people get into the cancel, like, well, I could never be da 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 da, and I could never do if somebody was like this and somebody was like this is like, and eh, I feel like it's a little bit more nuanced than just you know yeah. what I'm saying. And I got to meet you where you're at with exactly. with your journey. Mm-hmm. But there, I for millennials especially, there is a lot of things changing, and sometimes we. You can either do the work to evolve, exactly, or you can say like, "Well, that's that Fuck new it. shit, y'all." Yeah, yeah you, exactly. you you kind of just like, "I'm not gonna try a little bit." That's how my brother. You is. gotta have to take that stance and, where you're like, like, "Yeah." From from where he was until like now, like my brother is better because I'm always right. like educating him, but like he'll still say like stuff that like you shouldn't say. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. But it's like I gotta take my wins where I can. You know right? What I mean? Yeah. Like, you have because you can't beat them over the head with it because exactly. then they only want to talk around you and you and then you policing their speech and all of that. Exactly. But you kind of like, but you actually making me a little uncomfortable saying this specific thing. Yeah. Like, can we just try to work on just yes, this thing? It don't mean I don't like you. It don't mean I'm gonna record what you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But just like meet me halfway. You know meet me halfway. You're also you're a pretty tough cookie. I would describe you. And there are people who cannot talk with people like your brother yeah. and maintain a f- friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. And Amber, both of you are t- well, I think we're all tough cookies mm-hmm. in the sense that we can maintain re- friendships and relationships with people that have very different opinions mm-hmm. than us and that is a healthy thing because people do not change their opinions yeah. or adapt if they're not interacting with people who think differently than them. But there mm-hmm. is this trend of like, oh, you think differently than me, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's not how you grow and learn, you know? Also, yeah. I think for me, it's like, who who it is. Like, that's my blood fucking yeah, oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, like, it's a little different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my blood brother. If you like a random nigga on the street, like, I'm sorry, like, it's not going to be us. You know what I'm saying? It's not Of course us. not. I don't Because I don't have to get along with yeah, yeah, you, yeah. but I want my sibling in my life. But I also am, like, smart enough to know that just, like, that's just not how the world works. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to meet people with differing opinions. Now, what those differing opinions might be might we might not be able to like be in the same space or be friends or whatever but i feel like for the most part i'm a pretty reasonable and understanding person so i can get why certain people think certain things and i just feel like on the internet you just don't get that type type of grace like no. if you've the done, stakes are high the these days are baby high. and our and our phones make us feel like no, everybody in your world does think like you, but that's just the algorithm. That's just the like you're just following people that think the exact same things as you. Because if you step like, I mean, look at the shade room. I don't. Think I had to, I had to unfollow this. <laughs> bro, I can't. I can't, bro. I just for my mental health. Now I love some juicy tea, but sometimes I'm like, these comments are so homophobic. They're like homoph- I can't. I can't like, follow. Homophobia yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm telling yes. you. I was talking to my friend um, Maya. Maya the Don, she's a rapper. But I was talking oh, to Maya. I love her. Yeah, I was talking to Maya the other day, and I was like, we were talking about the shade room, and I was like, if I ever get posted on the shade room, two things will happen. One, I will kill myself. Two, I'm sending them, <laughs> I'm sending them a cease and desist because those I know those comments would be egregious, horrible. It would because I've seen some of the shade room because com- I don't follow the shade room. I never have because it's, it's literally just. It's just ignorant people all congregating to say ignorant that, shit. And that's just, a millennial and, playground, though. It is, it is a millennial. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I used to follow. plus people in the state. I comments. got out the game. I got out the game. I used to follow, but I... Those comments are it's where thirty you, plus, where you, bro. Lo- you lose hope for the black race in those comments, and yes. you see, and you see people. Shut up, man. And you see people. The the people that post on the shade room. You see them lob the joke in there. You're yeah. like, you know you posted you this shady. just to stir up controversy because you know what people are going to say. And people take the bait every time. They're like, I'm, oh, so glad the shade room is yeah. is addressing this. I'm like, no, it's just a yeah, slow news like, week. Yeah. This was an easy story. I call I call the shade room comments the, the uh, like ignorant black like congregation. 
Like it's literally <laughs> just thirty plus ignorant black people in the shade room comments. Like I'm so sorry. If you and then the next day they'll post something spiritual. You're like, what the hell is going on? Like, like oh my god, so and so is pregnant by our fifth baby daddy. What do we think, roommate? Yeah, congratulations. It'll be it'll be the shadiest. Like, do we think it's a girl or a boy? It's like you know nobody cares about if it's a girl or a boy. Yeah. People care about or like, they'll just post like, and if it's a slow news week, they're gonna post something about Zaya Wade. Mm-hmm. Period. Every every I week. I was literally bro. just thinking that every week. They were like, "Yeah, the I, I'm way." I'm sorry. Who is this? Zaya Wade uh, is uh, Dwayne Wade's daughter. Oh, uh, why? why? She's trans. Yeah. Oh, so they make fun of her? Not even make fun of her. Like a lot more than that. But yes. Yeah. Just just because and this is like a 14, 15 year old child. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and they attack it's, her. It's, it's Gabby. Endlessly. It's Gabby and Dwayne's daughter. No, no, no. Dwayne's daughter from his like previous relationship. Yeah, but uh, Gabby parents her. her. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Oh wow. And so that's, they just target her. They just her. bully her all the time. Yeah, yeah. they'll just randomly yeah. oh. be like, uh, it's been a month. Let, let's, let's just put her picture. Let's post a picture. It'll be like Zaya Wade in the Silk Press. Ooh, look at Zaya's new haircut. And yes. Then, You're like, what? Yeah. She can't just get her hair done? Yeah, Relax. And they like, and then they always just throw in how like Dwayne Ray's a horrible father and. Really? Bring back masculine men and the, yeah, the, yeah. the nuclear black family. Like, fuck. All- God damn, bro. I'm getting mad just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay. Since we're talking about that, we I love talking to you about what you see on the internet because we are on millennial mm-hmm. algorithms and you're on Gen Z algorithms. What, in your opinion, describe in a couple words what you see when you think about like millennials online? Um, Besides the shade room. Corny. The- <laughs> corny. Corny. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to say like old because that's not like what I think genuinely, but like I guess like sometimes the way millennials think is old. Like they have like a lot of because of their parents type shit. So they're like they're very like I guess like generational. I want to say like I feel like a lot of millennials are like stuck in like traditional values and like mm. they were like refused like. But when I was going to high school in 1998, we didn't have people that were going by they them, and I refuse to do it. Like oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I feel like millennials just don't want to like. They don't even want to try. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, they yeah. don't. That's like, true. Like I would just say like stuck in their ways, I guess. Uh, and what else would I say? Damn, that sucks. Know it alls pretty much too. Okay, I can see that. Oh, millennials. Yeah, yeah I think millennials. Are the first generation to be on social media, mm-hmm. like as a generation. Y'all was on MySpace popping that pussy. That part. A-O-A. We were. <laughs> and I think there's a level of pretentiousness. It is very pretentious. Of, of how the internet, like we know how the internet should work. Yeah. And you don't. Um, but. I'm actually I've been on the I've been on MySpace and like I'm just not gonna download TikTok because I'm 31. That's just not Oh yeah, the, the TikTok <laughs> resistance such is yeah, such a millennial like, <laughs> thing, is very funny. I was there. I was there. And then December 2020, I was me like, too. fuck this shit. Yeah. Everybody's telling me this is going to make a killing. Yeah. And I was like, what could possibly go, go wrong? wrong? And, and look, at look, at you, yeah, <laughs> look at us now. I'm like, damn. But like, anytime you talk to somebody over 30, oh, I actually just don't have TikTok because like, that's just like, it's I like think this is a little childish. I think yeah. this is a little, you know, like, I'm, I'm 31 and I work at Best Buy, so I don't really don't have time <laughs> but, for TikTok. Okay, <laughs> so there's a, there's a trend now. I don't know if it's just millennials of leaving your phone at home. Uh, hmm? I guess that might just be millennial. I'm, I've never left the house without my phone. I don't think it's a trend. I think one of our friends does it. And, <laughs> well, and yeah, you're calling well, no, it a trend. No, no, there is. I start seeing more and more, especially as millennials are starting to have kids. How are you seeing it if they leave the phone at home? Right. Gagged you. Uh, they tell, How? they say that they do it. They're like, when we go out, we don't bring our phone. Or, or as millennials start to raise their kids, they want to raise their kids off of the phone. I feel like Where, millennials are definitely not doing that. I feel like every millennial I know that has a kid has a their kid has an iPad at two years old. Yeah, facts. That, I feel like the only kid I know that doesn't have electronics as a toddler is wild. 
She has yeah. a tablet for the flights. Well, see. For, for the flights. <laughs> for the flights. Well, because you think you're doing it. You're like, we're going to be really, yeah. she's going to go outside and touch the grass every day. Oh, you're, you're about to experience that, too, because you fly back with Wild and yes. me. Just the two. Wait, wait. I thought, isn't Wild flying with us there, too? Yeah, but Amber is flying to Vegas to be with her girls for the Usher concert, and then that we part. fly back What are you going to do if uh, Usher is, like, serenading Amber, and then Amber leaves with I'd Usher? I'd be like, get pregnant, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. I, immediately. Immediately. I would gladly be uh, the stepdad to Usher's uh, and Amber's kid. Thank you, baby. <laughs> See? Ben is such a fucking team player. I love yeah. his, I love yeah. it, bro. I think about that paycheck. Like, yeah, that yeah. child I could, support. I could finally finish my book that I've been working on. Like, that'd be crazy. You're writing a book? Hell yeah. I can't yeah. wait to read it. Yeah. It's 144 pages, everybody. So, will it be sure. done? Yeah. It's a no- probably more novella length, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, please have Usher's baby so I can do the thing that I really want to do. No, I'm going to... Um, I got this, baby. On the plane ride back from New York, I'm going to record a video like, oh, I got stuck next to the crying baby. Yeah, that would... <laughs> oh, yeah. Please. I got dragged for that this week. Speaking of internet things, it was just like... It, it just so happened, thankfully, I was sitting next to um, a, a deaf person on my flight back. He was really cool. He's mm-hmm. kind of, like, really good looking, too. He's yeah. actually an ASL performer for um, a Lil Dirt concert. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I he noticed that he was signing, like, that, yeah. I noticed that he was signing, like, everything. And I was like, oh, are you deaf? Are you deaf? Like, I signed to him. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, thank God, because the baby's crying. So we made a funny little video. I was like, mm-hmm. you got followers. I got followers. Like, I'll make a fun little video of, of us on this flight and, together. And y'all were talking and, like, vibing. You, you weren't like, yeah, we thank were. God you're deaf, because... Yeah. Oh, no, we no, talked, like, just, yeah. the second half of the flight. Obviously, like, he has an app where he can, like, yeah. text me, and I would text back to him, like, basically, we fell in love on the flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, I'm just kidding. He has a girlfriend. Shout out to you. Definitely dope. Um, and we were vibing, and so we made a funny little video, and obviously, this video was started doing really well on Instagram. So, I'm, so you have you ever posted a video? You're like, ah, oh, this is just a little cute throwaway video. throwaway video, yeah, and yeah. And then you get back, and you're like, why is this video at yeah. like 500 comments like what is happening and obviously like, it's people being like you should have drugged your baby yeah, like they, they what went. a demon child but what about the rest of the flight they're not deaf and you're like eh, here goes the internet yep. once again and it's also, you know let me uh i never thought this would be the day but i guess let me be the defense attorney for babies um <laughs> i don't like kids as much as the next adult you know what i'm right. saying but i have like there's been a weird trend on the internet, and this has been going on for about like two or three years, and I think it started with like fuck them kids. But I also think y'all forget that babies are babies, and they happen to be humans. Um, so I feel like we can't just like punch her in the face and shut her up. You know what I mean? Like I feel like y'all needed like, the voice of reason. What is right. this? What is happening Let me right now? Your temperature. Like, but like, like the thing is, I love kids. Truthfully, I used to work at a daycare. I used to work in childcare. I used to run a summer camp. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was like team kids. I love like kids so like i've been around kids and like i feel like especially uh for some people i'm not gonna name a a specific demographic but you know who i'm talking about i feel like some of y'all just truly hate kids like and y'all hate kids with every fiber of your being the way you talk about kids the way you discipline your kids the way you talk about punishments before your future children and how you want to beat the fuck out of them and if that was my baby in the plane i would have knocked her out i would have gave her a melatonin i would have gave her a xanax like do you hear yourself yeah. <laughs> Are you hearing yourself right now? Dr. Martin, um, who is, again, a great friend of the show, friend of the couple. Uh, she is so great with resources. And she posted this video recently about, like, let me give you some signs of if you're not parenting well. If your kids are afraid of you. 
that's a, that's a big thing. And I think a lot about I, I texted her. I was like, oh, my gosh, I definitely was afraid of a parent mm-hmm. and still kind of go like fall back into yeah. little bouts of that. It's like so why? And and I think about like I never want wild to be afraid of me. And I like, feel like a lot of parents get like discipline and like fear confused. Yes. Like. Or, or I guess fear and respect confused. It's like I, because that's another thing too. Like when I have kids, I don't want my kids to ever fear me. And I, right. and I feel like a lot of parents, like y'all fake have like, y'all fake open the doors. You know, a lot of parents be like, no, like tell me anything. Like I promise you, you won't get in trouble. Like I feel like as a parent, if you're going to say that to your kid, y'all got to stand on it. Mm. Like a lot of parents like renege and then like you can't say that like you're not going to get in trouble if you tell me the truth and then they get an ass whooping outside in front and of Facebook Live. And I don't trust you. Yes, exactly. yes. And embarrassing their kids, going live, things like that. It, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, now when some real shit goes down, your your child is not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, And I feel like we kind of grew up in that generation also. If it's like, let's say I'm driving, I got into a car accident, and I was maybe a little bit hurt. I would be more afraid to call my parent because, like, and again, my mom would probably be like, no, you could call. But it's like, no, I'm scared to call. Mm-hmm. Like, be, But I would want my parents' first response to be like, are, you, are okay? you okay? Yeah. Is everything all right? But I would be thinking like, damn, I don't crash the car. Now the yeah, insurance, insurance going to go up. up. I'm getting how, taken out How the can insurance? I call a friend to fix this? Yeah. Like that would be the anxiety. This is a great segue into imperfect parent. But I'm I'm so grateful because Ben is so not like that, mm-hmm. and he makes me even more not like that. Mm-hmm. Born raising wild, so like. I mean, you were over there the other day. She just straight threw, threw up, up on me. And you know I could see my parent being like, what? what? No, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, you, yeah. you ain't too much. Like, it's just like, I no. like I, I will say, like, being over at y'all's house and, like, seeing how y'all parent wild, like, is it mad that I envy her a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> is it mad that I'm, I, like, I, like, and I try not to be slightly jealous of, like, of a one-year-old old yeah. child, yes. But, like, it's just so beautiful to see that, like, I know like in my heart that at least one kid that I'm around she's gonna grow up just having so much love and just being able to be such a free spirit and like like I was sitting at the table writing my jokes and she just completely threw up on Amber out of nowhere projectile vomited (laughs) on her and I said dang that's crazy and Amber didn't get mad she stood up went upstairs go take a shower and it's like I guess growing up in like a traumatic household would be like, what the fuck? You get yeah, that? Yeah. And then like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you in trouble for being sick. That's the like, kind of house that's like, I feel, like, I feel yeah. like even Wild expected to get in trouble because you know Wild started crying and you're like, no girl, it's like, it's fine. It's like, it's tea. Like, you know, it's it's whatever. And like, that's how I am. Like, I'm a, I'm a real chill ass bitch. I remember, um, I have my, I have this one cousin. He's my, my baby cousin. Um, so I'm really close to like my aunt, my uncle, and my cousins. Like we're all around the same age. And so both my cousins have kids <laughs> and I was babysitting both of the boys um in the basement one day and like i don't know i dozed off woke up fucking it was mayhem and uh, one of my <laughs> nephews was wait yeah how old were they yeah they were like two they're two both of them okay. were two uh one of them's like a little bit like he's like six months older uh but yeah so like one of them was like putting oatmeal inside the leather couch like he was just like rubbing <laughs> oatmeal all over the seat and then my other so we had like i think there were like gnats in the basement so my aunt had like this little vinegar out to like kind of like collect gnats whatever the other one is like dipping his hands in it Right, Ooh. so I wake up. I'm yeah, like, all I mean. right, it's time to shut shit down in here. <laughs> and I, I go over to my nephew. Now this is the this is the nephew that he gets whoopings. You know what I'm saying? I've tried. I've 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 really stuck my goddamn neck out about the physical discipline, but you know what I'm saying you can't tell black men nothing. So anyway, he gets whoopings. So this is your I, older brother who we talked about earlier in the show. No, this is my cousin. Cousin, cousin. My, older, my older cousin. That's a man. Got um. It. So his name is the baby's name. His name is Yo. And I go over to him. I'm like, Yo, what the hell, man? And he immediately 
is like he's like he's seen a ghost like mind you he's expecting me to like beat his ass so <laughs> it was so sad he was like nita i'm so sorry like i'll clean it up like i'm so sorry just give me a hug just give me a hug nita like i'm sorry and i'm like yo i'm not your dad man we're gonna clean it up and it's, it's fine i'm not gonna put my hands on you right and that like broke my heart yeah like he did he did that again and he like had a habit of doing it because one time like i just got my car and he crushed a bag of chips and like dumped them on the ground. Obviously, I was pissed off, but he was like, "I'm so sorry, like I'm Nita, I'm so sorry." And I was like, "Yo, we're just gonna go get the vacuum. You're gonna clean it up. That's that's you're it. gonna like, clean it." Yeah, I think knowing those kinds of behaviors as I'm, uh, like he as soon as he said um, he made this mess, he said, "Can I have a hug?" Right? Yeah. So he was doing these behaviors to get attention specifically to get a hug right Mm -hmm. and so when kids act out it's usually for a reason and in this case it seemed like he was acting out for a physical Mm -hmm. touch because he associates acting out with a physical yeah in 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 physical violence in his mostly his case but for him he just knows i want physical touch so Mm -hmm. i make a mess i get physical touch and i think that's so fascinating now like for me as a parent I never look at a behavior as the thing. Yeah. The behavior is a bid for something else. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's a hug. And so I love like analyzing mm-hmm. Wilde's behavior or even Amber's behavior. Like Amber acts out. <laughs> she crushes chips in the back of the seat. And she's like, I just uh, want to nah, hug. All chips are going in, in the pie hole, baby. That's true. Yeah. But I love seeing y'all parent because like, I feel like y'all like are like what I aspire to be as a parent. Um, and I unpopular opinion you guys can hate me and the people i made a video about this like a couple weeks ago about parents that hit their kids i'm sorry i have no respect for you guys like i think you guys are bad parents like i'm sorry i think if you cannot discipline a child without hitting them you might need to reevaluate and go back to the drawing board i'm sorry i 100 agree we've talked about this uh we read a book together by bell hooks a a black feminist black woman feminist and she writes a lot about physical corporal punishment from mm-hmm. a philosophical but also you know emotional perspective and then any any psychological book you read any brain development book you read it constantly there's all these studies to show that physical violence towards a child right uh does not uh, does not elicit um positive behaviors mm-hmm. never there are some instances where spaking can be done in a way that's appropriate if you're in a if you're in a cultural if you're if it's culturally acceptable so if you're within sort of a conservative christian environment everyone's making their child it doesn't feel unique or whatever there's some studies to show that doesn't you know damage the child but you know surprise physical hits in the face you know you know whoopings just all that stuff i remember i used to get spanking all the time i would put pillows down my uh, pants to cushion it and I got caught doing that once, and I then ever since then my pants had to be pulled yeah, down. Yeah, I had to have my I have to have my pants pulled down too. I remember uh, one time my son always like slapped me in the face, but I remember one time like I was sitting on the ground and like I lived in fear, but I was sitting on the ground and she walked by me and her hand was close to my face, so like I flinched mm. and she beat the shit out of me for flinching. Yeah. Like she was like, "I'll give you something to flinch flinch about." And and, then, and what's crazy is like, girl, you beat me. Like you mad at me for fucking you? Like, right. Like sort of this is a response. Behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. You, and now we don't have a relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah uh-huh. And that's that's 
you you have to miss out on a, a quality, like talented, incredibly funny human being that could have enriched your life mm-hmm. because quite literally you, you could you make money. Literally, yeah, I literally, <laughs> you're gonna, literally enriched yeah. your life. We're, we're talking about like gifting family members things at points, and I, I know you've gifted family members. We've gifted family members. Your stepmom will never get to experience that. No, nah, with my dad. But, like, I just, like, I will say people that were like, well, I got beat as a kid and I'm fine. Then you get into 12 fights in high school. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, I can, sh- I'm pretty sure What do you you're mean you're fine? Fight? You don't were you, crying don't you before this post. And then what's, like, what what be killing me is, like, I used to I used to fight, too. I used to be, like, a little violent kid as well. Uh, but I grew out of that. But also it's like, I don't want to be around you if your first instinct, like, you know, like, girls on the baddies. Like, right. there's some tra- trauma in there because, like, you can't even yes. have a comfort. Like, the first instinct is to fight. Like, Do you think all talk? those women got spanked growing up? Probably. Or, yeah. yeah. Probably. Probably worse than that. Yeah, probably worse than spanked. I feel like spanked is like that. Like, I used to get, like, my dad's leather, like, police work belt. Or he was a yeah. correction officer. But his, like, work leather belt, and it was, like, 10. Even the sound yeah. of taking off the belt was, like, emotional. Yeah. So even on a day no. you weren't getting whipped, but your parent was just getting dressed, you were like, yeah, Did yeah, I literally. Wrong? You know like, what I realized? Amber, so Amber does this thing. It's one of the most annoying things that she does is she leaves the doors open all the time in our home. Like, mm-hmm. she'll walk downstairs, the door will be open. And I started to realize, like, why does she... The door do... will be open or the door will be unlocked? No, no, open. So, like, in our bedroom, I'm trying to read a book, and then oh, she'll go downstairs, turn on TV, and I hear the TV, or she'll go downstairs or do this. Or, you know, so the, our bedroom door, she always just keeps open. I'm like, why does she do this? And I was like, oh, because growing up, if you slammed a door, you mm-hmm. got in trouble. You got yelled at. And so I, I was not even allowed almost... to have my door closed. Right, right, right. And I, I think there's, there's Ryan an about element. That too. Right. Yeah. There's this element of this where it's like, oh, you don't close the door because no. you yeah. are terrified. I'm like, I'm trying to read quietly. Like mm. you are downstairs playing loudly with Wild. I got yeah. some alone time. I didn't. I'm I didn't not start... terrified in our current home, but yeah. yeah. But, but it's, it's just, just like, an just automatic response. Yeah. I didn't yeah. start sleeping with the door closed until I was like 20 or 21. Like when I got an apartment, that's the first time like out because like. Well, even, like, because I've been home alone this month, my door's been open. But, like, I grew up where I was never, I was I was never allowed privacy at all. But I was damn sure never allowed to have my door closed. Only time I could, like, even, like, slightly close my doors, like, when I was getting dressed for school. But I, after that, I had to have the door open. Right. And then I remember, like, <laughs> there would be times where, uh, you ever have moments where you're old and ass-whooping and you think they forget and then they beat you in the middle Hell of the night? Hell Yeah. <laughs> That, that would that's, happen to that's me, the bro. worst part because you think you're, you're you think you're, you're home free. You're, you're and then you're like twelve a.m. I, can, I can finally put my guard down. Yep. And then out of nowhere, you're like, I think I owe you a whooping from last Thursday. You're like, huh? What? Yeah. Like my stepmom would do this like psychological like warfare thing. Oh my god, this bitch is evil. But she would basically like owe me an ass whooping, but she would get me on the element of surprise. Like she like hold it like a goddamn get out of jail free card. So like so sometimes it'd be like two in the morning. I'd be like dead asleep, just waking up, getting like fucking whacked. That's crazy. In the sheets. Yeah, yeah she like, had it for right. you. Yeah, she had it out for me. I want to spin it a little bit. So how would you discipline a kid? Um, if if you, if your kid was like a badass little kid like you growing up, how honestly, would you, you know what's but crazy? But it wasn't bad. I was a good kid. You were like, <laughs> I was a really good kid. She was just That's, in the bed. Yeah, okay, I, you were well, just surprised. Yeah. Name something that you how did would, that was one of your higher offenses. Okay. maybe like the fighting in school. That was and a, then tell us how you would respond but, to it. But you know what? Okay, if my kid got into a fight in school, right, I would have to know the context. <laughs> <laughs> Hell I would yeah. have to know the context right, yeah. first. Were you, were you standing up for yourself? Yes. Were did they call you something inappropriate? Like did they bully you first? Is it is just, mm. I mean, if it's like if it's like you're okay, you're fighting just to fight. Now we gotta. I guess if they're like in high school or like middle school, you know, taking away phones, you're grounded type shit. But if they 
if my kid was just and they hit my kid first, I'm not gonna be mad at all. I'm That's like, the great answer. There's gonna be bitch. no consequences. Yeah, no, there's no consequences for that. Yeah, I will say the one time that I probably should have got in trouble that my stepmom was actually proud of me for the first time was when a white girl called me the N-word in middle school and I beat her up. And that was the first time I ever didn't get in trouble. And I got suspended for three days. And I didn't get in trouble for that. Wow. Justice. So I guess I guess my stepmom was like Martin Luther King or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Malcolm X. So She was like, I'll let so this what, ride for the people. For the people. Yeah. So what so your freedom. relationship was just more white people calling you the N-word than maybe the relationship would have been repaired. Yeah, That's so maybe. Up. Maybe, honestly. Maybe <laughs> if I went through a little bit more racism. You need to go around fighting more white people, <laughs> and then you could repair the relationship. If yeah. you need some ben, practice, ben I will, no, I will not. I yes, I will not be taking any ass whoopings. I got but you know, like, up. I'm just like, just as a as a person, I I feel like because like my whole life I've like lived in chaos, and I was like super emotional, and I cried a lot, and I just was like all Don't over the place. Don't you still cry though? You I do. Cry. Well, I haven't cried in a while. Okay, good, good. Uh, but I still do cry. But like, yes. I don't cry as much. Like I used to cry every day when I was growing up. Oh my god! Um, like every single day. Like every night about eight thirty, I'd get my stuffed animal and cry into his cry into his face. Oh my god, and, um, Benita! So yeah, sad. but I was very emotional and like very like sensitive and like. But I. This is why you're so funny. You yes, have so much trauma. But it was also like. All of it was internal. Like, nobody knew that I was sensitive on the outside. Right. Like, unless you knew me and you were, like, my close friends, you knew that I was sensitive. And it's been, a, like, a long time for me to acknowledge that I'm a sensitive person. Um, Isn't that, like, the black woman's dilemma, though? Like, mm. in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. That black women are very sensitive, very but we emotional. Can't, but yeah. there's this blockage for whatever yeah. reason, you know? Yeah. And I, Wait, I've even... I've even had Sorry. like people like uh, like make jokes to me and that offended me, and they were like, "Oh my god, Fanita, like I just look at you as like like a knight that I didn't even think you had like a chip in your armor." Like I da 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 da. But I say all that to say, but like now in my adulthood, I'm very chill and I'm very just like relaxed and I'm super mm. mellow. So I feel like as a parent, that's not I'm not gonna get out of character. Like this, and then also it's right. like I feel like I like crave unconditional love and I feel like I'm sorry Ben but I feel like you only get unconditional love from a child and so like I know mm. that like I'm gonna love my child with like every being in me like I gave birth to this person like this is the love of my life like I can't ever hit them like I, I just mm. yeah. I, I can't even hit my nephews like I can't I cannot bring myself because to like hit any child yeah to hit any child is like I held you when you were a baby like I can't look at that smile look at that face and look at that eyes and then like cause you physical harm like I just right. can't like I can't I don't have the stomach for it I really don't me either even the other day it's so funny we were Ben and I were arguing in the car and I was so mad at Ben that I was sitting in the back seat because mm-hmm. I was like I I didn't even <laughs> ride you're shotgun so, you're so me. It's so me. You're like, mean or you? Me. Yes, like, yes. You're, it's like, like, be my chauffeur for today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, why don't you ride up front and like, because this is the most space I can get from you at this point, just riding in the back. So I'm just holding Wild's hand, riding in the back, and then we're arguing. And w- w- and it's worse because mm-hmm. we always fight worse when we can't see each other. It's yeah. like, if you're in different rooms, <laughs> like, but you, I can't fight. You don't, you don't I can't have fight if I'm holding your hand yeah. like this. I, yeah, yeah. I, I literally can't yell. So we're arguing. And I, I mean, at this point, he said something to me. I think you called me like a psycho at that point. I and like, then I, and I went full ape shit. I was like, yo, yo, like, you know, in the back. And then Wyatt was there and she was like, mama. And I was like. My fault's fine. I got it. This you got me out crazy. of character. This is crazy. I think we pulled over and we were like, this cannot happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I cannot have her. Because she, she saw me. In distress. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what is going on? Even though what we were arguing about wasn't even like. You know, level two. I don't remember. I don't think we've yeah. ever fought like that, and it was just in so front of her unnecessary. Now we don't have some some words exchanged yeah, and I some don't... volumes, but we we don't fight like I that. I stand front of her, by especially. what I said, though. You know, by the end of the day, 
Ben knows that name calling is where yeah, I just yeah. name calling you can't do. It's it's totally inappropriate. If there's a behavior that you think is uh, unhinged or unreasonable, yeah. right. you don't call someone a psycho. And you I'm say, sure I was saying crazy you, shit, but you were like, "Well, you did that because you're stupid." And I was like, "Well, now I gotta now yeah. I gotta at, on level ten. Mm-hmm. I got to cuss you out." And then Wild said, "Mama," and I was like. Bro, you just saved your daddy's life. Like, you don't even understand. Also, Wild is so nice to me now. Wild actually likes me, guys, for the yeah. first time. Yeah, she, she it's, went, been a, uh, it's been a year-long journey. She's such a sweet kid, too. Wild she's is so sweet. She's, she's so cute. She's so smart. Kid. And she's so adorable. Like, I just, I can't wait to get, like, I feel like this is pushing me more because I want to make money. Because like Wild, I thought you were. Gonna, I can't wait to get pregnant. No, fuck no. I, hell okay, no. no. But, like, I just can't wait to make money so <laughs> I can give no. my kids, like, the opportunities that Wild gets because, mm. like, y'all, Wild is a very culture toddler. Yeah. <laughs> she eats she eats sushi. She's been to Paris. She's been to Europe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wild can play the drums. She can play the guitar. She can she can talk. She can walk. She can read. Like, I'm just so impressed by her little self. And, like, I just can't wait to watch her grow up because I know she's going to be such an impressive little kid. And, like, it's going to be it's so exciting. Yay. She has oh, the yeah. best parents ever. And we're going to stop yelling yeah, in front we of her, can't, right? We, we can't. cannot do that. Because we, we weren't can. even yelling at nothing for real. Even the other it day. Was like, it was a stupid reason. It was like, I. So Amber went to take Wild to swim, and I left to grab Amber coffee. But I didn't tell Amber that I was leaving. Yeah. And and I put the stuff wild swim like where and like the towels to the side. So after the lesson, Amber didn't know where the towel was. And I came back right as the lesson ended with the coffee and Amber's like looking for me. So Amber's really upset, but I'm like, I got you coffee. And she's like, You didn't tell me where you're going. And then all of a sudden it became like <laughs> it didn't become about me getting coffee. It came about me not being a good communicator. Then it came about Amber overreacting. And then it came about, um, I, you're not repentant. I was like, and then it came about Amber overreacting. And <laughs> then it just, it wasn't. You didn't explain a, the part where like, so every. The main thing. We're we, we, we going to talk about this and we're going to talk about other people's relationships. What happens, this is the dynamic. Typically Ben gets in the pool with Wild. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I watch And I watch every swim lesson. If I'm there, I'm watching. Yeah, I she, greet them with a towel after. Yeah. I'm waving. So today, that day, I was like, well, Ben, I'm going to get in the pool with her yeah, and you can, she, and you can be our support. She got a new little cute swimsuit that wasn't all titties out most of Amber's Yeah, because you know my shit is inappropriate like, for yeah, the yeah. kids swim. So I got a new bathing suit. I was like, I'm going to go in the water with her and you can cheer her on whatever yeah. so i don't see ben during the whole swim lesson and wild is used to you in the pool yeah, so I'm, we're, with her. I'm dipping her and she's like daddy daddy and i'm just like i don't i don't know where he's at he i don't us. know yeah <laughs> he yeah he literally left so i you know he would go get the milk what's worse is when you feel when you be feeling like i'm married but i feel like a single parent right now like yeah, you yeah. looking for your oh, dad i think i, I think, don't know where he is i think when you said i felt like a single parent today that's what i i, I, I said, started laughing I said, at you i was I like said, i felt like a married <laughs> single parent i was like a married single parent. i was like that's i should not i think that triggered me calling you a name i was like uh, what? I was like, I know single because parents. Because she was looking you for you. You are not a single parent. I didn't say I was a single parent. I said, I that, think, I think that's it's what fair I for heard, me to though. say, I think it is totally fair. What What's frustrating when you're married is when your person doesn't come through. Mm-hmm. Because, like, of course, single parents have it way harder. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating when you think you got somebody to depend yeah. on and they're not there. Yeah, that is come, what is frustrating. I, I came back with coffee. And there for are you. a lot of people who are married who do feel like they're a, a married single parent. Sure, oh absolutely. no, no, there are, that is a thing. There are some married women whose husbands don't know when their child was born. Literally. 
I'm talking husbands Allergies, never changed a diaper, yeah. Yeah. never that's, went to a school meeting, yep. never went, never supported the child, and you are legally married to this person. There was like a segment, I think it was like James Corden, they were like asking parents like, oh, what color are your daughter's eyes? And the dad was getting the question wrong. Oh, what's your what's your kid's teacher? The birthday. dad didn't know. Yeah, it's birthday, don't know. Simple oh, stuff. God. Their allergies, don't know. See, that's the type of thing I think about with married single people. I was like... That is not me. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Take, I'm just yeah. saying. In that moment, you were when, upset. When, you felt when betrayed, you know yeah. every every single swim practice. I open that towel up. I I take her. I towel sure. y'all off. So I'm walking out the pool, literally sopping wet, looking for all our stuff. Mm-hmm. Walking around the pool. She's like, you embarrassed me. I was like, no one noticed. You did you. no because there was a girl there who did want to say hey, and I saw her looking and was like. I mean, I'm not going to say, hey, she, she's clearly like looking for yeah. her stuff. So it just was a bad look. Mm-hmm. It made me feel bad. Yeah. You still laughing at it, but you made, Spanita, who's I, right? Therapize us real quick. <laughs> who's right? Because that's what these uh, arguments are about to find I feel out like, who's right. I feel like, I feel like, uh, oh. <laughs> I understand, I understand, I understand both perspectives, but I do feel like, Ben, you should have just told her that you're going to go. Yeah, to exactly. That was, that was, that was the problem. That was the, the, what it came down to is just make sure that you communicate. Before yeah. you go, and and then the, also, man, you know how Amber is. Yeah, you know Amber's y'all. Tell them, I'm not tell, lie. Them, tell them how I'm I am. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Amber's strict, bro. She's very, she's on the straight and narrow. Like you cannot, you, you cannot fuck you, around. Uh, Amber. Amber, you you felt the, a little bit of Amber's wrath. Yeah, Finita, <laughs> Finita made a joke one time that it did not sit well with Amber. Yep. Amber took her out. I think y'all went out for dinner. No, no, and, no. You called me. We had like we had like yeah. Like, she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm trying to hop on a call today. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, sure. Amber has a camera set up. I'm like, oh, this is this is serious. I did not have no camera. I, I FaceTimed you because I'm a real bitch. <laughs> no, you, had, not, you had the camera set up. You're on your laptop. And I was like, I was getting professional in this bitch. <laughs> if, if Amber has a problem with you, she will straight up talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, which she, I appreciate. And will. She, she doesn't really I, hold I like grudges. We, we did. We did. We did. You did. And, yeah. I was, and I was wrong. So it's like, I, and the thing is, is like, I feel like another thing about my personality, because people think I'm so like, you know, buff and strong, is like a lot of people have like problems just like coming to talk to me. So I yeah. appreciate that you believe in our friendship enough to know that like, you can talk to me if something that I did bothers you. Yeah. But yeah, Amber. Because I'm the very... bitch. Like, if I'm not having a conversation with you, it's because you're dead to me. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. Like, no, no you bullshit. think we're besties, but we're dead. Like, yeah. every single one of my best friends, I have had a hard conversation with them, and they have had a hard conversation with me. Mm-hmm. They've been like, "Yo, you, you, you or, did it too much." Or you, or you've had a conver- hard conversation with someone, and then they stop fucking with you. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Or yeah. that. But yeah, I, that's I'm... one thing about Amber, bro. Amber, do, do not play. It's very strict around here, man. That's the thing. <laughs> Almost all all friendships okay. and relationships break down when it comes to communication and conflict. To like, be fair, I brought another person around, Fanita, who I was close to. Hey, hey, don't just try to put all. No, you don't, you don't have to explain the situation. And Fanita and this person were roasting each other, and I was one, like, "This is crazy!" Like one could say, "I was just fighting back." I was just fighting they back was, a little bit better. I was like, "Wait, why are two people who I love fighting right now?" Like. And then I had to be like, Fanita, you was yelling some outlandish I was, things. And it was at Disney. It was at Disney. It was at Disney. I was like, here I am. Because that's everybody's fear, bringing two friend groups together. Yeah. And so you do it, and you're like, oh, we're all getting See, along. See, I love mixing my friends. See, I, I Amber, do too. Amber stresses about that a little bit. She likes to well, pick and choose. Who I mean, you've been in the room where somebody cleared the room. <laughs> I'm pointing to Ben if you're not still, watching this on YouTube. That's still that's still one of the funniest things I've ever been part of. <laughs> so that's you can understand. I again, Amber had to sit me down and had a hard conversation. I I made a joke that was, I think, fucking hilarious. <laughs> I still stand funny, by the joke, but it was ben, not in the right context. Ben called me after that debacle and was like, "Hey, Fanita, I just want to like 
call you and apologize. And I, I then I was on the other line like, laughing. It's like, ooh, you got in trouble. <laughs> Amber, Amber, baby. Yeah, we had a Thanksgiving dinner and I had some family <laughs> over and I I said an inappropriate joke. It Anita. was funny. It was. I'm not gonna lie. He gagged her. Like it was. It, I was on. I was team Ben. I'm not gonna lie. It was. It was a good joke, just not the right time. Yeah. And the right. Not company. right after we just cut the turkey. It was bad, and so I cleared the room, and Fanita left early because it was just <laughs> awkward. It was a lot of tension. So, and like me and my friend were there, we we're like, "Yeah, let's head out, man." Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and this is, and I'm like drunk. I go upstairs to put Wild down. And I come down. I was like, "Where did Fanita go?" It's like you cleared the room, bitch. That's why you cleared the room and had the room cleared. <laughs> And, and he told, and he knew what he was doing because he told this joke when I went to use the bathroom. I did. So he was thinking like, just I thought this joke was at hilarious. some point, at some point, Amber's bladder gonna get to me. Yeah, and literally. I go upstairs, and it's almost instantaneously if you went upstairs, bro. I go upstairs, you know. It, I I I pee. I wash my hands. I come back down. It was like mayhem, family fucking feud. And I was like, Brother wow, catching strays. Like it was, it was a lot catching strays. On. And then I'm like, wow, <laughs> Fanita just shared with me that she's not going home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Because her family is Families. chaos. So I, I welcome her into my home. And we over here fighting. Because Ben had to get that zinger out. But I'm not going to lie. The joke was funny, bro. I find, I still think about... That was still one of the best times I've ever been a part of. It's man. not even just the joke. It's like you got to know your audience. Yeah, yeah that was the, the wrong audience. audience. Yeah. So you, you can't tell a religious joke to a re- very religious, religious crowd. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. I feel yeah. like the joke would have hit if your like, religious family hadn't been there. Yeah. It was stupid, and I was drunk, and, which is why I get drunk by myself all yeah. the time now. But we're human. like, and, and at some point, you're going to come to me and be like, nah, Amber, that was too much. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I need I need people yeah. like that in my life. But also me too. Like, that's why like I appreciate you because like I feel like because since we become friends, like I've just grown more mature and I've grown like to be an adult because if y'all know me and y'all probably don't like I'm a very outlandish person I'm very Reckless. like un- unfiltered <laughs> like Ben like I, I just kind of like you're great for the podcast yeah 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 you're great <laughs> <laughs> so like I just say whatever the fuck is on my mind so like I and but the thing is is like because like people again like fear me a little bit and are intimidated by me like i'll say things that offend people but i'll have no idea that i ever offended them because they're too scared to come to me mm. and then like yeah. we end up getting to like a blowout later and it's like well you said this da 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 well like, bitch you should have said no that no idea yeah, exactly. yeah right so wait that well, whole yeah thing, you'll never be able to say that with me yeah 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 so once you came to me i was like oh yeah like i'm sorry like i didn't even you yeah. know what i'm saying it wasn't even like a little bit of defensiveness and pushback, yeah. which is kind of like the sign of a good friend. You're like, you know what? I would definitely like, I like that you came to me and I can fuck with what you said. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's get on to other people's relationships. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Other people's messy, problems! Messy. Yay! We're back. Letter number one. Now, Fanita, you are currently a, a young, hot, and turt single gal, but yep. I do, I'm very excited for you to answer these questions and just, you know, act as if you are in this person's relationship. Okay, Here we right. go. Letter number one. Dear Fly on the Wildin', When does he become cool with girls' night? So we've been together for about two years. I've been crushing on him since I was 13. He's everything I could wish for in a man and more. Everything in our relationship is great, except for this whole girls' night thing. I seem to have to walk on eggshells or get nervous telling him when I'm doing something. I'm not going to lie, girls' night does happen often, but I've compromised and stopped going to all of them. They involve four of my closest friends getting wine drunk and we're at somebody's house until 1 a.m. Nothing crazy. Or they involve a paint and sit with my friends and their mom. There's absolutely no trust issues in our relationship. He expressed to me that he feels left out. 
that I only do it when he's working, so he can't come. He works on weekends, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of friends, and we live in a tiny country, so I think that's part of the reason why he's butt hurt because he can't do boys' night like me. Okay, so that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, initially I was like, girl, fuck him, but I listened, and from my opinion is I think a good compromise. This is what I would do in the relationship because it, it, it seems like he's not... When you first said it, I thought he was coming from a place of, like, being controlling and trying to control her. But it sounds like he's coming from a place of, like, oh, he's just, like, got FOMO and he just wants to be a part of the, the thing. So I feel like a good compromise would be to, like, try to do something with him on the days that he doesn't have to work or, like, y'all have some free time in the afternoon when he gets off work to maybe, like, make him feel included and y'all have y'all's own night. I don't think he should be able to go to girls' night, though, because that's girls' night. Like, Period. Mm. Let, her, let her and the gals just giggle and have fun you know what i'm saying but i think to make him feel included in your life and like y'all can have a thing is like you make time for him when he's available to like do something nice and y'all can do a movie night and y'all can have your own night but i don't think he should be able to go to girls night though do you think he she should have stopped going to girls nights altogether because that's what she said she no did. <gasps> wait she stopped going altogether it's it looks that way she said not gonna lie girls night happens a lot but i've compromised and stopped going to all of them Stop going to all of them. Okay, which so means she goes, that she still goes to some of them. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, I misread. She she still goes to some of them. Okay. Yeah. got it. Um, how how often do you think inappropriate like I should go to girls' night this many times is? I mean, I like seeing my friends. Like same. I, I feel like for me is like if I have the time, like I would I would do girls' night. Well, you know, obviously I'm younger, so like my friends, we ain't got shit to do. But I feel like if you're also, I feel like she sounds older too. So it's like. I feel like once you get older, like, life starts to get just, like, a little slightly mundane with, like, work and, like, if you have kids and your relationship or whatever. So I feel like it's nice to get a little escape and, like, hang out with the girls and just... Because sometimes, like, no matter how close you are in a relationship, I feel like sometimes when you just get with the girls and you can just have girls night and fart and just yes. be gross and, like, talk about whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Some of that shit you just can't <laughs> do around your partner. Farting at girls Cause night. Because we do... Hey, we get... Hey, we let them rip at girls night. Um... <laughs> But I just feel like sometimes you just want to be around the gals. Like, you just want to, like, just be a little bit more free and, like, tell your jokes that your boyfriend doesn't think are funny. And, yes. like, watch the corny mo- the movies and, like, do girly things that your husband or your boyfriend do- don't like doing. So I think, like, I would say if I was in a relationship and how often I would go to girls' night, I would say, like, two or three times a month. Is that is that is that extreme? I, I don't think it's so. very reasonable. Once a week, it's fine. Yeah, I would say, like, once a week. Yeah. I, I, think- I, I like my friends. Like, Me too. Yeah. You have Me to too. be away from your part. I mean, I went to a, a, I did a boys' night. I watched a movie that Amber would probably not be super into. Mm-hmm. You know, I hang out. Yeah, you got to do that stuff. Absolutely, I think Ben knows I love hanging out with my girlfriends. Yeah. I do think sometimes in our relationship, you're kind of like, oh, can uh, I come? Yeah, can I, I definitely. Come? I feel FOMO <laughs> a little bit. Like I'm sort of feeling a little salty that she's going to Vegas without me to see. And Usher. already asked, like, well, maybe me and Wild could just stay yeah, in a different I, hotel like, room. Just, well, <laughs> we'd stay in the same hotel room, maybe. Or I, I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, and not even with I me. Like, he wants to just no, go to Vegas. No, no, I like hanging out with you. You're, you're. Amber's a good time yeah, at Amber's a party. Fine, yeah. Amber's a good time at a party, and so I like going places with her. And this is something that we've talked about, where she's like. Why don't you like hanging out with me in the house? Like in the house, you're fucking boring. You're on the computer. You're constantly doing work. Love is blind. Sorry, I'm working. I'm I'm working. Amber's working. I'm I'm, I'm carrying the whole family on my goddamn back. Sorry if I answer the email every now and then. My bad. (laughs) 
at home, I don't get to experience Aunt, like the f- the most fun part of Amber at home because it is her workspace mm-hmm. and and, and it is her mommy space and it is my daddy space and my workspace. I also do the work with Amber at home. So when we leave from home, that's when we get to really hang out with each other. Tonight, you know, we're going to go to a comedy show and I I can't wait to do that because I get to talk with Amber about things that don't have to do with work and we get to you know analyze comedy and enjoy this comedy and uh hang out with friends of ours who are Mm -hmm. doing this show so that for me is a huge missed opportunity when she does does something like an usher concert because heck i might want to have usher's baby (laughs) yeah i can see that but you ain't coming yeah because i didn't plan the trip the girls did yeah i know but so you're acting like the the guy in the i'm a i have more sympathy for him a little bit but you have to recognize that one bro, you got to go get your own friends. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. If, if not, if you don't have a lot of friends, it's time to go make some, brother. Yeah, you, gotta, you got to. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a you know book clubs. I hang out with a friend who goes to movies, and and I actually asked him. I was like, hey, listen, I don't. I, I recently told this person, I was like, I don't have a lot of friends. And I know you're part of this gaming group. They play video games together, and I was like, I would love to be invited. Almost like pathetically, <laughs> I would love to. I would, I'd love to be included to your like boys gaming night or whatever. Um, I would. I said that explicitly, and he's like, Yeah, all right, yeah. Sometimes you just have to ask, and it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. people are not gonna think it's weird. He didn't think it was weird at all. He's like, Oh, yeah. You like video games. I like video games. I have a video game group that I go play mm-hmm. with. I'm like, yeah. invite me. Also, sometimes, like, even when you're having casual conversations, like, uh, I play pickleball now, and I was talking to one of my friends, and I didn't know she played, but she was like, oh, I was like, what are you doing tonight? And she's like, I'm playing pickleball. And I was like, oh, I play pickleball. Let me come. She's like, oh, bet. Like, we need yeah. twos. Like, you know what I'm saying? Invite, it's not like, invite yourself. Yeah. And, but it, yeah. I invite myself to a lot of Amber's things. So what <laughs> I've had to do is I got to invite myself to other things. Yeah. Literally, and, we, and then you uh, potentially clear the room of my friends <laughs> who were originally invited to those things. So there is some level of like when we're not together, I don't have that like little tinge of anxiety that's like Ben might say something fucked up mm-hmm. and clear the room. Like I don't have to think about that when I'm with my girls. It's yeah. true. So like, sad. And it's I'm going like, to be better person. Our, oh, come on. You've been the same motherfucker for like the past eight nine years like and, and people love some of your outlandish shit yeah but i'm saying when it's just me and the girl sometimes i just don't have to worry about is ben gonna say something reckless and clear the room mm-hmm. and that might be why she ain't inviting yeah. his ass i feel like i feel like at this point man you just gotta get your own friends and girls don't stop going to girls night because of him i know that's, yeah, that's, that's when you start like i feel like that's when you start compromising who you are and like what you do and that's when the rem- the resentment starts to yeah. build oh, absolutely. Right. like i can't have fucking fun because you ain't got no fucking friends and then yeah. one day y'all gonna get in an argument you're gonna be like i fucking hate you because i can't go to girls night and drink that's wine you, you know, know what else in a, in a relationship because i feel like we recently ran into this and and it, this could be gendered or whatever, but like men don't plan as far out as we do. Mm-hmm. So you get mad sometimes when you're like, I feel like I haven't had a chance to run in like three days. And I'm like, well, are you mad because you didn't have a chance to run or are you mad because you didn't put it on the calendar and plan it? Because, you know, I planned like, hey, in four days, I'm going to yoga with my friend. And then that day comes and you're like, well, I haven't had a chance to work out in a while. And I'm like, OK, but I, I already signed up for the class. I paid for it. I planned. So you need to not look at the schedule like day by day. You got to open up the book and make some plans. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's why you're really mad. The girls planned a trip. Yeah. And now we're we bought our flights, we bought our usher tickets. And then the day of the concert you're going to be like, "Humph." When in reality <laughs> it's like you just went to Jacksonville for a a, a bachelor party. Yeah, that's true. By like, yourself. You that and, and it was planned and it was lit. Yeah, it was awesome. I want to do that again. I was like, I I was like, can I do that again? 
Yes, and, of course. And Amber's like, yes, you can. I was like, oh, okay, sweet. But you can't do it tonight. That's right. the thing that you'd yeah. be trying to do. You'd be like, well, I want to go do I something think, tonight. I'm like, I, no. I think your situation is a little bit unique in the sense that I do a lot of My the My situation? Child, our situation. Okay. I do a lot of the child care. So whenever, like someone can step in and do childcare, whether it's Amber, then I'm like, oh, wait, I have I have a free night. You know what I mean? Because I'm so concerned with making sure Wild gets to all her activities that that's my responsibility. So when I feel like I have a moment of free time, I'm like, oh, now I can do this. Or maybe Wild took a nap a little bit earlier. So I feel, so I don't plan things as well. Because for me, like you're the primary breadwinner. So I, I can't, I know I can't like put something in the calendar unless you uh, approve of it so it's a but little I bit do that too i'd be like i'd be <laughs> like in a month approve of it is crazy bro amber rules with an iron got no i don't it, i don't <laughs> I, I, like, call her surfing. i was like yeah, in a month i have to go get my hair done on this date it'll take that long but when the month <laughs> comes you be acting like well where you going i'm like i told you this a month ago it, and i wasn't really asking for your approval in that moment i was just like let me let you know no, i need approval from you t- for the things that i amber runs a goddamn yeah. tight shit around this motherfucker this he said i gotta thing. get my time i gotta get my pto from we the boss got, we got a baby I do. so you can't just take the fuck off you, you cannot can't. just take off and, and and he would feel the same way if i said like well i'm about to go kick it with Fidita for the next three hours you got it he'd mm-hmm. be like wait we got plans yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the, the situation. You yeah. know that's the situation. Yeah. Now I do rule the roost. Amber, Amber gotta approve that PTO. You ain't going no damn where. But that's you, so but you can't, a good joke. you can't apply for PTO in an hour. That's yeah. my beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can apply for it tomorrow, but you cannot. <laughs> you, but, but Ben like to call out on the ship yeah, that he's supposed to be yeah. walking in the door. Ben trying to be a no call, no show. <laughs> that part. And, and, <laughs> and still get paid for that day. Yeah, right. Hell no. Nah. All right, next Now, if you want to go somewhere Friday, you got. I got you. Letter number two. Dear Fly on the Wildin', I've been married for 15 years. Oof. I married young at 21 years old. Uh. And he, spy- he recently spied on me for one and a half weeks using the Apple Watch. And he saw me texting a guy during that time where we were separated from a few months ago. So I guess they were separated a few months ago and she was texting a guy during that time. The texts were innocent and I never even met the guy in person. And we were just talking about hiking. My husband read those text messages again during the time they were separated and he destroyed my Apple Watch. He said it didn't matter because he bought it for me. We haven't handled this. This just happened two days ago and I'm trying to find out find a way to move out which is difficult because we also have three kids uh but this hardcore spying and destruction of the watch this scares me i'd like to know what you would do um what i would do they've been married 15 years three Ah, kids there's so much history there man but girly from one hot girl to another you gotta get the fuck up out of there asap because i feel like a lot of people that are in like struggling marriages that have kids they usually I feel like this probably isn't the first time he's done some outlandish shit in 15 years. If y'all been together for 15 years, this is not his first, this is not his first offense. Uh, so I feel like he's probably showed behaviors of being like violent or like angry before. You just kind of let it slide because y'all got three kids, man. You don't want to be a single mom with three, with three kids, been married for 15 years, out of the game for 15 years. Like, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Been married since you're 21. Um, but I feel like a lot of married people stay together for the kids. Like, and I, try, I, I feel like, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta think about yourself. Cause at the end of the day, even if you are a parent, you're still a person, you know? And I feel like a lot of people, when they become parents, they only, they start becoming just a parent and forgetting who they were before that. But I feel like your kids will want to see you happy. So I feel like you just gotta, you just gotta leave, man. And he's going through your stuff. So that means like, and then if he went through your Apple watch, broke it, that means he doesn't trust you. 
clearly you've done something that he hasn't trusted and he will probably continue to spy on you because he knew that you were talking to somebody else. So it's just going to be a never ending cycle of, well, you were talking to somebody else and like, he'll probably continuously bring it up, break more shit. Like, so it's just, I feel like it's going to get volatile soon. So I would leave. I remember reading things about abusers, especially in domestic abuse situations and domestic abusers often test out their abuse through like inanimate objects. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, usually a precedent behavior for the more physical abuse so Mm -hmm. hitting something like an apple watch is like okay it starts here hitting a wall it starts Mm -hmm. there and then it goes one day you're gonna hit me yeah yeah, one day you're gonna hit me and well not only then but it's your step you're closer 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 Mm -hmm. to that moment of violence so this is this sounds like a very scary situation and it really sucks that you have three kids um because that but honestly staying with this person uh because when kids see their parents fight especially physical abuse like that's way way worse like yeah. I, I know i know so many kids growing up were like man i wish my parents just got divorced you know what i mean yes, i'm more I traumatized mean, yes. by them staying Absolutely. together you know and like yeah sometimes you have to do the hard thing mm-hmm. i also really hate this notion of uh he said like he's essentially saying, I can destroy it because I bought it for you. Yeah, but it was that's, a gift. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's very wild. like narcissistic. I think. Yeah, and I think uh, I was recently talking to somebody who is in a relationship, and like their partner makes way more money than them, and but they're splitting everything fifty fifty, uh-huh. and it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, and I I just mean, I want everybody out there to know, like when you agree to be in a partnership, of course, like. You know, do what works for you. But when you agree to be in a partnership, like every every check that gets sent to the house for me is is in my name. But that is our money. Like Mm -hmm. this is my person who I chose to share my life with. And like, of course, I was destined to be great. Yeah, of course. But but without his support, like it would have been a harder journey Mm -hmm. or a longer journey or whatever. So it's like if you gift me something, except unless it's a gift I don't want, Nintendo Switch. But if you gift me something. It's mine. If yeah. I gift you something, it's yours. Yeah. And if we're married and I agree to make the money in the house, that's your money too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like and and that has not always been our dynamic of course because there were times where like Ben made more money than me or I made more money than him. And I picked up and we appropriately divvied up the responsibilities. So right. when, I, when I moved in, I was in grad school. We've talked about this before. You paid a little bit more. Right. And I paid a little bit less. You started. And at one point. Trying, I was like, I want to pursue my acting career. Yeah, I want to pursue I my was, comedy so career. I was making the main money as right. a teacher. And so I was like, oh, I'll just pay. I'll pay all most of the expenses and yep. all the money you made. Literally, we did this. this. And this allowed us to buy a home. All the money Amber made went into saving for a home. Mm-hmm. Right. And so all I covered all of our expenses and Amber put all the money in savings. Mm-hmm. And we were able to save enough money to buy a home. And so but we had agreed on this. Right. And we had made a plan on this. And it it was we were a team. And obviously in this situation, y'all are not a team. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are competing. And mm-hmm. that needs you can't have competition like that unless Amber and I were talking about having a competition about who can get a six pack first. Uh, yeah, but like silly, they silly. We're both losers in that. <laughs> game. Yeah, we're both losers <laughs> in that game. But like silly competitions. This yeah. is this is awful. This yeah. situation Horrible. is terrible. Um. So so run away. Get friends involved. Get 
family involved. Yeah. Like this yep. is a time because the like, kids feel that distress. You can't just mm-hmm. be telling this to us. You need to go tell this to people who know you. Yeah, and you shouldn't let it go. You were like, this happened two days ago. Like, and I and I'm sure somebody's gonna try to be like, I mean, it's just an Apple Watch. Move no. on. It's like, no, you're See, you're, you're but, dead and on. Those with are that. and those are the people that are in relationships with partners that don't respect them, that disrespect them, and let things slide. I feel like you can only. You can only let treat people treat you a certain type of way before you get fed up. And I feel like once you give an inch, people will take a mile. So this is like him taking the inch and then you cannot let him get to a mile. So Also people out. when we're on breaks, we're on breaks. Mm-hmm. Like if we're yeah, yeah, separated. You're to do with it. But what is a break? What I is don't the know. difference between a break and a break up? Because I don't think breaks exist. Because I know because I know some people are like, oh no, we were just on a break, but you were fucking other people. That means yeah, y'all are yeah. broken up, right? What do you mean? Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it means that you went tested the water somewhere else to see if this is something that and then you come back to the other person i i will be honest i have never been on a break in a relationship okay. either either i just ended it or they ended it with me we've never had a break no. so even sometimes when people tell me like we've been broken but we've never had a break let <laughs> well let me know when that time period was but i'm just saying like you know how people will be like like ross and rachel we were on a break yeah i'll be like well how long y'all have y'all been together it's like well off and on for three years when i hear that off and on and and i'm sure i'm wrong somebody out there's like no amber it's not true i was off and on for years and then me and my husband got married but when i hear off and on i'm typically like it's not gonna work yep i agree like we're not light switches i feel like Like, if we if we broke up or not if we broke up once we're probably just not meant for each other right I feel so. I feel like stimulated. the man of my dreams, me and him, will never break up. We're gonna be together forever. Oh, go, go, do tell. Yeah, like I feel like. Don't say his name, cause. No, no, no. I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like when I get my man's. Oh, yeah. got you. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking you about. Will have, no, no, no. You will have broken days where you feel like, man. I feel this like relationship Yeah, I feel great. like that's. I feel like that's normal, but I feel like my partner, we're never gonna go. We're never yeah, gonna break never up. Gonna he's gonna like, be like obsessed with me, and yeah. like he's gonna yeah. want to like scream at the moon if I'm like, let's go on a break. Scream at the moon. Because honestly, like, that. if we go on a break and I come back, we come back together and you tell me that you fucked other bitches on a break, nigga, now we're really done. Like, we're broken up for real. What the fuck do you mean you fucked Well, wonder if he was like, I fucked other bitches and they're nothing compared to you. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, please get there immediately to see Fanita's ass. She just, like, bit her finger down. Like, was like, like, like that shit. They pussy went him, babe. Like, I got yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. He, he'll totally tell you about it. Million dollar. Million dollar coochie. Million dollar. Uh, or maybe, uh, or maybe uh. he comes back, he's like, this woman tried something on me, and I want to try it on you. He might hit you with a, like, <laughs> like babe, none of them girls made me come like you do. And, and I, feel like, like, I feel like, okay, like, I'm del- that's how you know I'm fucking delusional. <laughs> <laughs> Every, all the advice went out the fucking window. You could be like, you yeah, said I had the best pussy he ever had. Like, I might be, I might be sweet. Like, Gosh, and then you go check his Apple Watch. He go tell me like, I told that bitch she had this. Was really you? What you gonna do that? You gonna break that watch, ain't you? Yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't break the watch, but I'd be like, he just get the fuck away from me because I'm not like a um. I was saying this. I said this on live yesterday, but like, I don't. I think I'm too lazy to be crazy. To be vindictive, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm too lazy to do that. Like, I'm not waking up at like, 3 a.m. to go out. like slice tires. That sounds like a lot. God, <laughs> like, I I get like, that. I that sounds like a lot. How man. do people plan their revenge on their? Their exes to me is you gotta get a calendar. You gotta plan this shit out. 
It's so but, crazy, but man. like, I'd but like, read the thing book. is, if I slit your tires. That's free manual labor that I just did. Yeah, like I don't is. like doing anything for free. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like that takes a lot out of me. Like waking up at 4 a.m., putting on a ski mask, taking a shower, getting dressed, maybe <laughs> the ski mask. Putting the ski on my mask before you <laughs> take the shower is after, hilarious. After, after. I just had an image of you like showering with a ski mask. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I don't wanna like I don't wanna fucking take all your clothes and burn them. I have to go get the gasoline. I gotta go buy a lighter. Like that's just a lot of a work. Lot. And a I lot of labor. so like I probably wouldn't break his Apple Watch, but like yeah, I don't do stuff like no, that. I don't think you're lazy. I just think you have other things going on because yeah. I know people who have nothing going on and they put all their time and energy and finding vindictive behaviors uh, for their ex or yeah. their friends, even their friends. They want to pay back their friends. So I'm like, yeah. And then also I just don't give bored. a fuck enough. You right. know what I mean? I can play little mind games, yeah, but I can play a mind they, don't, game. they don't last all day. Yeah. yeah. I, I can play a mind game for about like a couple hours, uh, but I get bored. But like as far as like doing <laughs> like something that's super vindictive, I just do not give enough of a fuck. And then it's yeah. also it's like even if like I love the person, there's going to be another person that I love too. So it's like, you know. Yeah. They come and go. They come and go. Real quick, our shelfie segment. We are going to talk a little bit as we close out our show. Reminders that Fanita, with her hilarious ass, is going to be hosting our live show in New York City at City Winery. Buy your ticket before they sell out. October, this is your reminder. October twenty fifth. What uh, what you, stand up well, comedians do you like? Who who is your inspiration? I don't have one. You don't have one. So you, literally you are your own inspiration. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, wait, is there any hey, like girl. funny people? There's one that I've always thought Monique was funny. I think if I of had to, yeah. if I had to like find a similarity in a person, it would like, be her. Monique is yeah. your is your home. I think wait, from, I think she's from from um, Well, not the bonnet shit, but from everything Precious? else. <laughs> not the her, <laughs> hey, her, beloved. Yeah. her comedic role in Precious, which You know, I do find never mind. I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> well, now you have to say it. <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait, you're talking about um, what was uh, that show of Hello, Mr. Uh, the the guy, Parkers. The Parkers, yeah. Uh, you talking about uh, hey, Press Ogilvy. Okay, hey, but no, in Prices, I did find Monique a little <laughs> She was over the top. No, because I, I feel like I feel like if you see the scene, you had that white bitch on my motherfucking buzzer. You ain't nothing but a dummy bitch like that. I know uh, all of the clips have now been repurposed oh. for the funniest things in the saddest way. Were you the way. one quoting that Christmas Monique line recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you like, were dumb bitch. Yeah. She got the gun, bitch. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what was that again? She it was like that Christmas movie she was in, and then like you know, saying somebody had a mistress, and then she was like, "Who you calling a bitch?" She's like, "You bitch, you stupid bitch, dumb bitch." He got the gun, bitch. Like that you're was like, funny wow, as fuck. this is great writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, that was well, that's racist. That was just yeah. straight up the improv. De- the it delivery is fantastic. Yeah, Monique's delivery is hilarious, but. I did, yeah, I did find some of Precious a little funny. Like, it wasn't funny. Or that time. I mean, I think. Well, it was because it was so absurd. It's it's crazy. It's taking every single stereotype of, like, black women and throwing them together. And then, like. One big stew. And then the white, like, Academy Awards looking at this film and be like, yeah, you really got the black experience. And then, like, Precious, like, running away with a bucket of chicken. Yeah. Like, when she was making ham hocks in the the kitchen and and then Monique threw a goddamn frying pan (laughs) at her. It's just like, what is this? It's like slapstick. It's, at this point. it's yeah. almost slap. Yeah, I remember. So I had a friend, uh, like basically a bunch of my like white honors student mm-hmm. like friends in my college watched the film. And they were like all crying, and I had this very like aware um, like the one gay friend in the friend out. This was a Christian college. So he was the one gay friend in the group. He's like, this movie is fucking hilarious because every, like he just had that look. How do you feel about white people laughing at precious? 
That's weird. No, no, he, he's like, <laughs> like that's weird. He's like, he's like, this is hilarious because it's taking every single stereotype. Yeah. Of like, this is not like tr- this is actually perpetuating stereotypes. He's like, that movie is. He thought it was funny that every, every white person was crying, mm-hmm. as if because you know, like that white savior p- complex. Yeah, you know what exactly, I mean? exactly. The white guilt. Yeah. So, ben, do you have white guilt? Um, I you know it it hits me occasionally. Uh, sometimes I feel and like I'll just, um, like donate to Black Lives Matter and then it yeah. goes away. Sometimes I feel like Ben has white guilt because like sometimes like we'll just be together. He'd be like, "Oh, Fanita, like I make sure you have this because you can validate your parking. You know, save sixteen dollars." I think Ben thinks that I'm like broke as fuck. Or the I, time that you uh, pay for my parking at Disney, I like, did pay for your parking. <laughs> I feel like at I feel Disney. like that's that I white said, guilt. <laughs> uh, yeah, every time I hang out. Um, and on then a black dime. Yeah, then yeah. he always pays for my dinner. He always makes sure that I don't pay. Like, I think Ben just, like, Well, we, we have a company credit card now, so, you know. Amber Wallen Productions, baby! Amber Wallen Productions. Well, the the thing is, it's sort of, I feel guilty that Amber pays everything for me, so I just As have you to... Should, you should! I have to make... You should! I, I help Amber pay for your things, yes. You're getting goddamn right you should feel a little guilty. The white man gets to be no, a stay-at-home dad? Listen, I don't... I, I, I kept don't feel, boy. Yeah, literally. White, white guilt is so hilarious to me because it's such a white thing to yeah. like make it about them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I, I'm struggling with white guilt today. I'm like, I'm sorry. My uh, ancestors were not enslaved, so I'm no guilt here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all, all you got is guilt? That must yeah. be nice. That yeah, must literally. be nice. Just guilt? Uh, that, Just guilt is crazy. White guilt is crazy to me. When, when um, you know, especially, and it's generally, like, very well-meaning older white um, women, liberal women, who, who experience it. They're like, wow, like... It's just such a struggle or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, God, here's you just centering yourself again. I think white guilt is really not, a way to I'm not going to lie. I got a white best friend that's a woman, but I usually don't, like, connect well with white women. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I just, I feel like I can just never get their vibe for real. Like, I can never, like, figure out, like, what's genuine, like, what's honest. Like, obviously, I have, like, some white girlfriends, obviously, but for the most part, like, I, I try to keep most of my, like, female friends, like, black or, like, just women of color. Because sometimes I just feel like white women just don't get it. Like, they just don't yeah. get it. And, like, when you, and especially, like, when I've ever had conflict with, like, a white woman, like, they immediately make themselves a victim. And, like, that shit, like, pisses me it's off. Tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it's, it's tired. And it's tired. And then it's like, you can't have, like, a real conversation with them without them getting, like, super emotional or, like, crying or, like, whatever. And then even, like, when I've, like, worked jobs and, like, had, like, white women coworkers, like, to my face, they're like, oh, my God, Fanita, we love you. But then behind my back, they're trying to get me fired. Like, bitch, I thought we was cool. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't. I can't ever tell now she's like still where in the we. Stapler and they, yeah, they like I can't. I just can't ever tell like where I lie with like white women. And I just don't. You heard don't... it here first, folks. If you're a white woman out there, <laughs> we probably can't be friends, babe. I'm sorry. In need of a friend. I, it's not I, we, It's not me. It's interesting because I do. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um. And but I, you just haven't met the right white women yet. I mean, I have like, a lot of good people. like white women. Yeah. I have like good, I have some good. really quality white women. Yeah, friends, I have, but, yeah. I we're I very have, selective. But I have obviously also, I have way more black friends. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I have a lot of quality white women friends too. Like I have like white girlfriends that I like love to death. But outside of them, anytime I've tried to be friends with white like, women outside, like, like new casually. white, women. Yeah, 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 I can't. Especially white women in LA. Hell no, sorry. <laughs> I do not get along with white women in LA. Well, y'all. Okay, last thing. Y'all are maybe gonna take a stand up class together. Oh yes. yeah, we, we talked about. Yes. I've never taken a stand-up official class. Me either. Uh, so I have. 
Yeah, Amber has. And I think the classroom, I love the classroom. I love supporting classroom environments. It's one of the unique things about being humans, the idea that we can practice things Mm -hmm. in a safe setting. So I think that's what it means to be human and very much is the classroom. And like, so I want to be more human and take a class. I'm excited for you and Finita to take a class together because I feel like when I try to give, when I've taken, I've taken stand-up classes, I've done stand-up before, I'm, I don't do it as much, but I know what I'm talking about. But when I try to give you feedback, it's, it's good, It's good, but it's something about me giving it to you yeah, that you're kind, you can't take it, it from me. So I'm, I, I'm excited for you to I go can. to another setting. Yeah. I just, when Amber gives me feedback, um, I don't feel good about myself the, afterwards. <laughs> the The feedback is good, but she can be a little harsh at times, and I have to mentally prepare myself. So if I get feedback surprisingly, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I'll never be good at anything. And they're like, no, 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 you just suck in, in these specific ways, and so you need to fix it in this I do not way. do that. No, no, you don't but say But Vanita like experienced a writing session with me. Yes. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, how can we punch it? Punch it, punch it, punch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like do it. You're like, do it this way. Like, come on, like. Let's let yeah elevate it. Like Amber puts a little bit of fire. Ben, do you think your you're ass. just kind of soft? A hundred percent. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I, I was like me, Amber. Amber like was constructed with me, but also I think I'm a little bit tougher than you are, Ben. Probably hundred percent. So I feel like maybe I some can, of the jokes are better. Too. Yeah, yeah. The, my I am funnier. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ben's set is actually super funny. It's I can't great. wait for you to hear. It's, it's great. It's super good. Yeah, I, I just try to bring my best self out there. Yeah, you will. Well, I'm excited for y'all's class together, and then you, you can tell thought, me what, what new things are happening. Ben's uh Ben's dog died at rehearsal yesterday, man. Came in sad as shit. I said, hey, what happened? Well, because on the <laughs> way here, I was running some of the jokes past Amber, and Amber would, like, not let me finish. And she's like, you need to elevate it. I was like, oh, you're right, but now I feel bad about myself. Because you were te- – okay, we all love storytelling humor. Mm-hmm. That's out of our humor. We don't really do observational or some other – so Ben will tell you a story shot for shot how it happened. Mm-hmm. So he'll, like, let's say the story was uh, – Mary had a little lamb. It's like, okay, so this girl named Mary, and then she had this lamb. And then, like, and the, and the fleece on the lamb, it was white as snow, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, and so I'm like, okay, what, yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. a funny name we yeah. can get yeah. for Mary? What's something new that we can do to, like, where she find the lamb? And you're like, well, let me finish. And I'm like, yeah, but I know where this is going. I was trying to just get the beats out. Anyway, yes, Amber, uh, I think sometimes can be a little bit of a harsh, harsh yeah. uh, teacher. Because I love the art. It's not yeah. you. Yeah. It's, it's like. It's not the art. It's the love of the game. But Ben said it's really funny. My set is really funny. And you guys should all come see the show October 25th at the City Winery in New York City, baby. Yay! And with that being said, thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of Fly on the Wild and Podcast. Bonita, it was so great to have you and your gunshots on. We really appreciated that. Ben, duck your head. You're not used to a shootout. Uh, (laughs) And we will see y'all next week for the show. And we'll also see y'all in New York City. Bye, y'all. You know they're from TikTok, cause those laughs keep you coming, cause they're wildin' all the time. Before wild throws a tantrum, listen to our silly anthem, cause they're wildin' all the time. Don't swap why Amber squats, and does a dance to please her plants, and Ben reads books while serving looks, wild is wildin' all the time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.